What's going on, friends? Welcome back to Forward Progress, live here on the Forward Progress YouTube channel, part of the Hammer Betting Network and powered by Pinnacle Sportsbook. Guys, I'm producer Jason. You can catch me here every single Thursday to talk in-depth player props with Hitman and preview the Thursday night football matchup. No Eric Eager today. Unfortunately, he is sick with the flu, so we're thinking about him today. But we have Hitman. We're still going to try and go around 30 minutes. Maybe we'll get to the 30-minute mark. Uh, here today with Hitman. And guys, remember, whenever Hitman's on screen for us here, you can drop your plays in the chat below and Hitman will give you his thoughts on those plays. It's an open, it's a two-way two line of communication here. That's the word I'm looking for. It's a two-way line of communication here. So make sure you drop your plays in the chat. We'll have Hitman talk about them throughout the show. Before I bring on Hitman though, just a couple things to mention. Uh, just make sure you hit that like button hit that subscribe button. We need all the help we can get right now. I mean, I'm having a terrible day, as you can see in my name right down here. I bet an over without checking the weather, and that's in this game right here. So I'm sitting on over 51 and a half in this game, and I am like absolutely kicking myself here. So maybe we'll talk a little bit about that uh, when Hitman joins the show here in a second. So remember, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button. Make me feel a little bit better about betting that over. Uh, and then the last thing here, of course, none of this will be possible without our sponsor over at Pinnacle. Pinnacle is the world's sharpest sportsbook, offering competitive odds for 25 years. We love to preach line shopping on this channel, and uh, with everyday competitive odds, Pinnacle should be one of your available outs. If you're looking to support the show, make sure you use code HAMMER when signing up to Pinnacle. That's code HAMMER when signing up to Pinnacle. It just helps us out here. Your trusted sportsbook for 25 years. Bet smart. Bet Pinnacle. Must be 19 plus in Ontario. Please play responsibly and not available in the U.S. Guys, joining us now, someone who had a better week last week, or last week, then the week prior. He's a professional better now. He used to be a former professional better. Now he's back to being a professional better. Back from the lab. I heard he spent oh, about 25 hours in there. Hitman, how's it going? Feeling good. Um, got the under tonight. So we're head to head. And <laughs> you said that you didn't check the weather. When I sent out the under at some better prices than what it is now, when I sent it out uh, for me and some partners to bet, said my handicap is the weather that's it nothing else so sometimes it's just that simple exactly and honestly lesson learned there i was trying to hit those opening lines but again i mean it's always important to check those weathers before you hit those opening lines and before you bet there lesson learned paying my taxes here as i roll through this process hitman let's just get right into it here i tweeted from the forward progress hq uh, account that i think there's an edge to be had with taylor swift attending the game here. And I know that sounds a little crazy, right? But I truly think that this could be an edge, not for this week, but in weeks moving forward. So here's, I'm going to paint the scene for you and you're going to tell me if I'm crazy or not. And you're going to tell me if you think this could potentially be an edge. Kelsey now has had two injuries this season, right? He missed week, week one. And last week against the Vikings, rolled up on that ankle, looked pretty bad, but he was in the game. He came back and he was actually in on, on the field for that Hail Mary Vikings play here. So we know that Travis Kelsey has been hurt this year and he might be a little nicked up right and so I, that kind of got me thinking like okay if Travis Kelsey is ever truly a question questionable for the game and he's like a game time decision here do you think that Taylor Swift attending the football game could be an indicator that Travis Kelsey might play that week and if you think that is an indicator how would you attack it in the prop market here would you look at maybe other receivers on the Chiefs would you be betting their under KC team total so one Am I crazy for thinking that this might be an edge where you might get information before uh, Kelsey's officially confirmed in or out? And two, how would you attack it? No, that that I agree with you. Um, 
at first I thought where you were going is you were like, oh, I think it's an edge maybe to play Kelsey overs with Taylor Swift in attendance. And I was going to say, well, no, the, the edge is if we could get all these Swifties betting on his overs and flaving them a little bit, and then I'll come back with some unders. But um, no, when it comes to like when I heard that news that she was coming, um, it, it all but confirmed that Kelsey was going to play in the game. The only problem was is that the market was pretty confident that Kelsey was going to play in the game. He already had receiving numbers up. Um, the other players, they already had numbers up that were with the presumption that mm -hmm. Kelsey was going to be in the game. Um, if it does ever come down to a situation where Kelsey is a legitimate game time decision and there's no numbers on him and nobody knows how to price the Chiefs guys, then I actually don't think you're crazy at all. I think that would be an indicator that he is going to play in the game. But for this individual case, there was nothing that I did once I found out that news. But it, it could be in the future if we ever do get a situation where we don't know if he's playing or not. So let's say Kelsey props aren't posted, but there's a couple other receiver props out there. Would you just look to attack those guys unders in this scenario where we think Kelsey might not be playing? Taylor Swift shows up, says, hey, I'm coming to the game. Is that how you attack it? Would you look at like a team total over? Would you look at a game over? What do you think? Like, how? What's the best way to attack it uh, here? It's really just like on an individual basis. Like if, okay. if it was like if, if the best example I could give, if, if you go back to that Lions Chiefs game, and week one, Kelsey was like a legitimate game time decision. Mm -hmm. Nobody had any idea, I think, until Wednesday or whatever. And if something like that happened and all the prop numbers were didn't know what to do, if something like that happened and we got news like that, then, yeah, go ahead um, and bet it before the numbers are adjusted or something. But perfect. Again, this this game, it, it it wasn't a factor for this specific game just because it was reported yesterday that Kelsey was likely going to play despite the mm -hmm. questionable tag. Fair enough here. But yeah, I just wanted to get that out there because, again, I'm only on this uh, for the Thursday games and I want to just share my thoughts. And if I'm crazy or not, I, I can be a little crazy and unhinged, but uh, I, I'm glad that you're kind of thinking uh, along the same lines as me here. Let's move on to uh, the conversation of the quarterbacks here, right? I mean, there's been some discourse on Twitter, albeit a little bit insane, uh, that Russell Wilson might be having a better season than Patrick Mahomes. I don't care about that discourse. What I want to talk about is Russell Wilson himself. And if you think he's having a better year than last year so far, he's looked a little bit better. He's looked a little bit more like vintage Russ, using his legs to kind of go out, make plays, get those first downs, uh, extend the plays uh, so that he can throw downfield to his receivers here. I'm seeing shades of the old Russell Wilson here, right? But then again, on the other hand, the Broncos have basically been blown out in the majority of these games, which may more, which may have more to do with Russell Wilson's performance than him looking better, right? So what are your thoughts on Russell Wilson so far this year? Do you think he's better or worse or the same as last year? And then on top of that, Denver's offense, same question, better, worse, or the same as last year? Yeah, I mean, he's obviously, he's played better this year. Um, the offense has looked better. It's the defense that's taken the big regression. Um, I, I will say that, it looks like Sean Payton. I know that they, him and Wilson had a little bit of a falling out on the sideline last week. And there's a lot of rumblings that Sean Payton and Denver might be looking to get rid of some guys like Jerry Judy. And um, they got rid of Randy Gregory. They're going to get rid of Frank Clark. Looks like they're cleaning house with a lot of guys. So, I mean, I don't think that that's going to help 
Wilson, if they look to get rid of some guys like Judy, maybe Cortland Sutton, who who knows? But um, yeah, he's obviously he's obviously looked better, and he looked better if you look at his numbers after Hackett was fired last year. Like they got instantly better, even for like that three four week sample size mm. as soon as Hackett left. So I mean, I still think that Russell Wilson, although he's a below average quarterback, he's a he can you can play with them, you can win with them if the rest of the team is good. But the problem with Denver is just the rest of the team just isn't good right now. So um yeah, Wilson's looked a little bit better than than last year, obviously, but still nothing close to the old Seattle Wilson. And I know we we have a play on Russell Wilson. I see in the comments somebody asked yeah. about his pass yards. So we'll get to those comments in a second here, just shortly here quickly. I just have a couple more questions for you, just kind of macro uh, level questions, just to talk about the game a little bit more here. I mean, you mentioned the uh, the the trade, the news that the Broncos are going to be looking to trade pieces. Sounds like Jerry Judy's probably going to be gone before the trade deadline. Same thing with Cortland Sun. He might also be gone here. Do you think that they're going to like, this isn't a good game to do it, but you think they'll have like one game where it's like kind of a showcase and we'll see a decrease in those guys usage as the games go on just to kind of prevent them from getting hurt here. Uh, and if, if both these guys get moved, how are you going to attack this team? Like in the prop market, is it just going to be like a dead zone of wide receivers? You're going to look at a guy like Marvin Mims, or you're just kind of not thinking that far ahead just yet. Um, so I thought about the Judy thing the reports coming out today that he was likely going to be traded. And I was thinking about like, how do I look to attack it? On one hand, you could say like, all right, maybe they'll preserve him and everything. But I mean, Mm -hmm. I don't think that happens this week. And like, on the other hand, the devil's advocate on the other side could say, well, maybe they look to showcase him too and try to bring up his trade value. So I did, it was a thought that crossed my head today when I was thinking about props, but I ended up, it's I'm ending up not going to do anything with it. Um, if it does get to the point where these guys get traded prop markets, I mean, yeah, Marvin Mims is the obvious guy that's going to get the jump, but for some reason, Sean Payton just doesn't want to play him this year, despite him having like, I think like something crazy, like four yards per route run or something. And he's still getting like 10, 12 snaps a game and they're playing Brandon Johnson over him. So uh, I we'll, we'll see what happens when the time comes. Um, one bet I, I know we've been we've been doing well with giving out those season win bets that yep. I've been making. Um, the only one that I did bet this week is I bet Denver under four and a half wins plus one forty. And if Denver keeps their whole roster together, I came out to about four point nine wins, which is essentially what I'm betting. So it was on market. Like there was no edge assuming Denver continues to have the power rating that I have on them. But with all these reports about that, they're going to trade people. And I I think they're legit. I think that Denver and they have a tough schedule coming up. Mm -hmm. Like they have KC tonight. They have green Bay next week at home. All right. There'll be small dogs. And then they got Buffalo the week after. So like, there's a good chance they're going to be out of the playoff picture by the time these games come. And I think that these reports that they do move on from guys is legit. So I think that my Denver power rating is going to be lowered. And I think that Denver under four and a half wins plus 140-ish is worth a bet. Okay, I'm going to lock that into the account right now, full unit, because we've been kind of rocking and rolling with those on these Thursday shows. If you kind of missed them beforehand, uh, 
I believe we had Jets, two Jets unders played week three and week five. And then we have a Bears under, I think it's five and a half or four and a half played in week five last week. They won last week, but I mean, I mean, I don't think that Bears team looks too promising at all uh, here. So let's let's kind of stick with this game, though, for a little bit longer. Then we'll get to those questions. Um, I mean, let's see where, where are we at here? Uh, let's talk a little bit about the chiefs, right? We have, we talked a little bit about the Broncos here. We haven't really talked about the chiefs yet. They're kind of been, they were talked about early on in the season and still are a big powerhouse in the NFL. But I mean, all the talk from the media seems to be coming from or talking about teams like the 49ers and teams like the dolphins and rightfully so those teams look fantastic this year. Both those teams do look strong. Um, so I'm curious what you think right now about the chiefs, where they are in your power rankings. If either of those teams have kind of made you shift down the Chiefs a little bit more at all. Looking at futures, Pinnacle has them as the odds-on favorite to win the AFC at plus 250. They're around plus 500 to win the Super Bowl right now. Where do you have the Chiefs power ranked, excuse me, ranked power ratings-wise? And uh, are they still, do you believe they them to be the best team in the AFC? Yeah, I mean, they're clearly the number two team in the NFL. Uh, that's mm-hmm. behind the uh, San Francisco 49ers. But one thing I'll say is like, even though like if they played right now, I would have the Niners favored over them. It it's not so like I'm not sold that like by the time if they did get to the Super Bowl and we had it that it wouldn't be closer to pick them. Cause I think that the Chiefs power rating, especially if they can figure out this wide receiver rotation, maybe make a move for a wide receiver, that they could be power rated just as high as San Francisco at some point when, when we get later into the year. But uh, they're still clearly number two for me. Um, Buffalo took a step back with mm-hmm. these defensive injuries, and maybe it doesn't show up against the Giants this week, but it's going to show up when you face the other top teams in the AFC. They've really lost a lot of guys, and they, they ha- still have not had a complimentary player step up next to Stephon Diggs. I mean, they drafted Dalton Cade, and they were going to run the, what they were calling the uh, 11.5 personnel with yeah. him as a slot receiver, and it just hasn't worked out so far. So, yeah, for me, Kansas City, I mean, I've I, I've said this in the past with Kansas City, is I've bet on them a lot, like in the last five, six years, whether it's like big games or like futures with Mahomes or Super Bowls, whatever. And they kind of remind me of like those New England teams where – like New England every year would exceed market expectations, whether it's like in the future markets, they always went over their regular season win total. They always won their division. They're always in the AFC championship. Kansas City, it's another team. I mean, Mahomes could easily go down in the same tier as Brady by the end of his career. And you have a head yeah. coach in Andy Reid that like if he sticks around another six, seven, eight years, he could go down in Pelichek's tier if he gets a few more rings with a great quarterback like Mahomes. So like it's a team that I'm just always trying to be higher on than market, to be honest with you, especially in futures markets. Yeah. Fair enough here. I can, I can exact, I can see why uh, it's like that for you. I mean, they always do seem to just pull out those wins from nowhere, but let's, let's get into the actual game itself here. Let's get into some of these comments that people are, are dropping below reminder. If you're dropping comments, guys, please attach the, 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 the yardage total or the amount of yards or the attempts that are uh, you're looking for with these guys and the odds for it, right? Like if you're just going to give us like X players, rush yards doesn't help us here. We're going to need like the, the number and the price it's at as well. Um, Fries is asking about the uh, 
backfield for the Kansas City Chiefs. And it's a little interesting because uh, I think it was week one to three. We kind of saw Clyde Edwards-Alaire get like 25% snaps, like 33-ish percent snaps uh, game to game here. But then the last two weeks, Isaiah Pacheco is just taking over here. Uh, I don't have the price on hand right now for Pacheco, but someone in the chat was asking about his rush attempts. Looks like it's at 16 and a half plus 100 towards the over here. What are your thoughts on this backfield? How do you think it will play out? Are you looking at a guy like Pacheco and his rushing attempts? And do you think he'll get the entire workload here? Or would you be looking more towards um, McKinnon's, uh, McKinnon's over yards or Clyde's yards? I mean, this Denver D has been awful against the run. So what are you playing here? Uh, what um, are you looking at for the case? I, I actually would lean towards some Pacheco unders and it's, I haven't bet it. Don't know if I'll bet it, but that's where my lean would be. And it's one of those things that like your process is really good where you're seeing like, Oh, Pacheco's getting so much more work than Edwards, Elaire and McKinnon in the recent weeks. And yes, that's a hundred percent true, but you're also paying like a premium on Isaiah Pacheco now where like, mm -hmm. A few weeks ago, he was in the mid 40s rushing yards. Like he's been, I think, against Minnesota, it was like low 60s rushing yards. Like you're getting to the point now where you're getting to the high 70s and 16 and a half carries. That's just getting too high for me. And remember one thing Kansas City is always like top three in pass rate over expectation. So if you're going to bank on like Pacheco getting 17 carries and, and these type of yards, like you're really putting a lot of stock in like Kansas city could blow the doors off of Denver. And I know the spreads 10 and a half, but like we do have some, some weather in this game where it, it could keep this, this game a little bit closer than, than the market thinks in my opinion, at least. But I just think that all your handicaps are right on Pacheco, but you're just paying a premium right now. So if anything, I'd look to, to go the other way, maybe a little bit closer to post if the line does continue to inflate. Yeah, and his line right now, rushing yards, it's set at like 75 and a half over on, on Pinnacle, and that's just about where the entire market is here. And I mean, you can get the under at plus 101 uh, over at Pinnacle. And I, rushing receiving yards looks to be, yeah, 90 and a half, like very, very inflated numbers we're seeing here. I, for I, like, uh, I like Kyle Estrada's comment. Uh, Kyle Estrada? Yeah, Kyle. Um, <laughs> yeah, if you can, everybody look at the chat. If you can. Uh, go hit that. I, I don't I don't know if I can. I'll let the chat get that one. Yeah, I, I don't think I can get that either, unfortunately. I don't know how a guy like me can't get that. But apparently uh, someone out there thinks I'm sharp. They're definitely wrong, and it's their <laughs> loss. Anyways, uh, you mentioned something, and I actually wanted to get to this a little bit earlier, and we're going to step away from the props here for a second. Sorry for making this so disjointed here. But I'm just curious your thoughts on the, the total and the spread of this game, right? Because we saw it open at – the spread open at 10.5. Total opened, as I know very well, at 51. Uh, and it's gone all the way down to like 47, 46 and a half range. Are you shocked at all that the, the spread hasn't moved at all in relation to the total? And it's just kind of staying the same. Is that like normal or does that make you want to play like that plus and a half a little bit more? Yeah, I'm surprised. Um, if you look at some of the sharper shops right now, there are there is a 10 out there. And I know Pinnacle, which is a sharper shop, mm -hmm. they're more juiced on Denver. So yeah. that kind of tells you, I think that Denver is the sharper side in this game. Um, and then meanwhile, you can look at like some of the square shops right now. There's an 11 out there on Denver right now, which I, I yeah. think that 11 may be worth a small bet, but, um, it, yeah, you know what? It's, I would lean towards Denver with the spread again. I am surprised that it didn't come down much with this total going down from 51 and a half 
to 47. So I'm surprised that the spread didn't come down with it at most shops. And yeah, I, I bet the under, but it was at better prices uh, at 47 right now. It's not something that I'm looking to bet. Fair enough here. And and here's another one from the chat uh, that I kind of like really like uh, Eric. Eric's uh, can't pronounce your last name, Disa, but Eric uh, in the chat mentioning Marvin Mims to lead the game in reception yards. I mean, that's like more of an exotic, uh, exotic um, market. You can't really find that at every books, but he found it at uh, third at 32 one over here. Uh, I mean, would you play that at plus 3000? Listen, I actually like it. And here's the reason why I like it is because like you mentioned, it's going to be a weather game, high winds. Marvin Mins is the type of player that can make that big explosive play and he might be able to lead this game in receptions literally off of one catch because of his explosiveness in the passing game he doesn't play a lot like you mentioned and we mentioned early before but i mean at at plus three thousand, like would you take that are you are, are you would you lean towards that is a better way to put it probably probably i mean i i just don't know if this is the game to do it just yeah. because the deep passing is likely mm -hmm. to be affected in yeah. this game and with Marvin Mims, I mean, he only played 10 snaps last week. He was behind Brandon Johnson. And is it really going to be a short week where they do make the switch, where they're going to start playing this rookie in, especially a rookie that had a fumble last week? And I believe he also had a messed up exchange on a reverse um, as well last week. So I, I know that I, I understand why you're looking at it mm -hmm. because Marvin Mims is a high variance player that typically, if you're going to look to bet on him, you're going to look at some alternate markets. But with that said, um, I, I just don't think it's the game to do it with, with, with the wins and, and all that. And with yeah. on a short week, I, I just don't know if they, they finally get the rookie involved off a short week after he made yeah, mistakes. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Without that full week of practice under his belt, week of a uh, week of after a week of making a mistake, there you're right. I'm gonna lay off that as well. I mean, I, hey, I see those big prices in my lives always like light up, uh, and that's why some books should want me as their uh, <laughs> as a customer. But apparently, some don't. Anyways, let's uh, continue on. We're here. Eric has another question in the chat, and I think this go goes more towards the weather aspect. And uh, Eric's mentioning Mahomes under 20, 272 and a half. Uh, passing yards here at minus 110 is what he found it at. Do you like the Mahomes passing under here with the weather? I I, I, already, I know that's probably baked into the line already here, but I mean, are, are you, would you go and lean towards that side? Yeah, um, I, I just think like, I, I think that it's a little bit, for for some reason, I feel like it's been more baked in the Mahomes' number than it mm -hmm. was Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson's number when it at least opened, like which was in like the high 220s range, I felt like even without the weather, it was something that I was like, oh, I'm going to lean towards the under on this. With Mahomes, it, it's just pretty depressed right now off of we're usually used to seeing in the high 280s, 290s and everything. And so uh, I probably – I can't get there with the under 272 and a half. Now, I mean, with that said – I remember like there's times where like before kickoff, we might be getting reports that come out that say, Hey, it's like really bad, like even worse than mm -hmm. anticipated. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, maybe I revisit it and I look to play something like that. But with what I'm hearing right now, I, I think that the line on Mahomes has been adjusted enough to, to the point that it makes it a pass. 
And it's always good, like you said. That's a you bring up a great point there. If you're looking to get an edge in market here, make sure you're grinding Twitter before these potential like weather games, right? Because you want to be the first to know and, and the quickest to react to whenever we hear reports about weather, uh, whether it be uh, from people with boots on the ground or not. I remember that Buffalo. I always think about that Buffalo game whenever someone mentions like bad weather because I was actually lucky enough to attend that game. And I'm not even kidding you. I was an hour out. Uh, I, we drove to Buffalo. Uh, I live in Toronto. We drove to Buffalo and like an hour out, there was literally like a wall of snow where everything was fine. We drove in, then we literally hit a wall of snow and snow was going sideways. It was insane. Couldn't bend the States there because uh, location services and all that jazz, but it was just a cool thing to uh, see and hear uh, about here. Sticking with the Mahomes, uh, RWFan23 asked us in the comments, thoughts on Mahomes under 34 and a half attempts plus 100 or how about Mahomes under 25 and a half uh, passes complete at minus one thirty. You sticking with the same thing there? You feel like that's a little too yeah, inflated. Same, same thing I said about the yards. I mean, Fair they enough. closed last week as pass attempts. I think at like thirty eight and a half, thirty nine okay. and a half, something like that. And again, different scenario where they're three and a half point favorite against Minnesota. Now you're a ten and a half point favorite against Denver. But it, pretty much the same answer with where it comes with the yards. Exactly. Something to monitor here. Always keep your eye on Twitter for those things. If you're trying to play them, and again, like Hitman said, um, if you can, and if you can grind Twitter and you can get uh, news that you think before the books have that information, go and play those unders there if you think it's going to be really bad or if someone boots on the ground says it's going to be really bad here. Let's stick with the passing game because Hitman, this is one of the plays you want. This is the play that you wanted to make today. Steven Robinson, right when we hopped on, you and him are simpatical. He asked, he said, I took Russell Wilson under two... 219 and a half passing yards here. Uh, no price attached, but Hitman, what do you think about Russell Wilson under 219 and a half passing yards? I mean, not available right now, but the general market is at 215 and a half. Best price I see is 217 and a half minus 110 towards the under here. Hitman, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, um, I, I did play the Russell Wilson unders, high 220s, was low 220s, 217 and a half. Still think it's worth maybe a smaller bet. Um, one of the things that Sean Payton came out and said recently in press conferences is he was saying, we need to get the run game going. I need to be more patient with the run. So I think that that's just another factor that you could get on top of the weather in this game that Sean Payton maybe will more not as aggressive with the pass game. And Kansas City – their pass defense has been pretty good this year, and it's been their run defense that still has had a few holes. So you get Javante Williams back. Jaleel McLaughlin looked really good last week. You get the, the, the weather on top of it, even though the number has gotten away from us a little bit. If you're going to make a bet on this game, probably worth a small bet on Russell Wilson under 217 and a half. Fair enough here, and I'm going to lock that in. Do you want a half unit on that? Let's. Like, yeah, I'm, let's go. I'm good with half unit. Yep. Excuse me. Uh, just locked in right there. Half unit on Russell Wilson under 217 and a half passing yards over uh, at minus 110 here. Um, hey, man, before I let you out here, a couple more. One more thing I want to get to. It looks like all the all the plays in the chat are finished here, but you touched on the Denver running offense and like, man, Jaleel McLaughlin. I was impressed with him last week, right? He looked very he looked explosive. He's small, but he looks very ex explosive. And just thinking about how. Um, Sean Payton likes to use his running backs in years past with the Saints 
I think about guys like Reggie Bush. I think about guys like Darren Sproles for a little bit. I think about guys like Alvin Kamara. Do you think that in the future we could see a, that kind of role carved out here for Jaleel McLaughlin? And would you like be looking to attack that in the prop market? Yeah, it, it's something that you could really you really got to pay attention to this backfield mm. because it looks like we're going to a three-man committee right now with Denver. And Javante Williams, his numbers opened pretty high. They, they, they've been bet down. But it's one of those things that I'm going to be monitoring the reports coming out about what people think this backfield ends up being. Because you never – Javante, he's coming off a serious injury last season. They really surprised people of how early – he came back and a lot of people are saying like, there's no way he could be close to hundred percent. Now he mm -hmm. picks up that quad injury. Didn't play last week. He's coming back for a Thursday game. Maybe McLaughlin and Perrine still are leading this backfield. So I lean towards the Williams unders Russian receiving 51 and a half right now. I would lean towards that under, and I would monitor a lot of the news and the reports when it comes to this backfield. All right. I like that. I appreciate you answering that question for me here. Hey, man, I mean, we've gone for about 30 minutes here. I'll let you free. But before you go, same thing every single time we're on the show here. You knew it was coming. Do you have any plays that you like? I know you already gave out that future of four and a half plus 140. What team was that for, by the way? I, I forgot. Broncos to, uh, under four Broncos and a half under. wins plus 140. So, yep. Broncos under four and a half wins plus 140. You also gave out Russell Wilson uh, under 217 and a half passing yards. You can find that at minus 110 here. But before you go, any best bets or, or you have for Sunday, or is that it for us here? That's it for right now. Um, are you going to ask? You're not going to ask me the first touchdown oh, thing that I hate oh, I'm every gonna, week. I'm going to ask you it. Next question: First touchdown. I'll, here, I'll, I'll open the door. Last touchdown. First touchdown. Even if you want to do two plus touchdown, whatever you want to do, you tell me here. Just any touchdown related prop for some fun for the people out there that we don't recommend betting. So gun to your head bet. Um, we'll go with. Rashi Rice, 16 to 1. A lot of talk about him getting some more usage. Does it happen on the bye week? We'll see. He only had 10 routes last week, which was concerning, but his target share has been crazy when he has been on the field. Maybe Rice gets some more routes and we, we get a first touchdown. So you're going to bet something small. We'll go with that. All right, Rasheed Rice, 16 to 1 for your first touchdown. I love that here. And then last question before I let you go. Like, uh, what side do you have on this game here? Let's just let's 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 make it a spread. I was just gonna ask you for like just the outcome of the game, but like, what what side are you taking here on the spread? The minus two and a half, minus ten and a half, or the plus ten and a half here? I'm in some uh, pick 'em pools and everything, and I took Denver plus ten and a half. That would and that would be my lean towards the game. Thought about betting it, probably don't end up betting it, but that's where my head would be at. And shop around. You might be able to find an 11 at a square shop right now. So beautiful. Love it. Thank you so much for your time. Hitman. We'll talk soon. Awesome. Thank you. All right. See ya. That was Hitman. Uh, former pro better back to now being a better. He's finally won his props last week. We appreciate you guys tuning in here, guys. Thank you so much. Before we go, one more thing. I was able to reach out to Eric Eager. He's not going to be on the show today, but I'm going to act as his proxy because every week on this show here, we do a survivor pick. And this week, we are taking his Kansas City Chiefs for our survivor pool. In our last entry, we started the season with four. I mean, we got whittled down in the first week. We picked Denver in the first week. And oh my God, what a mistake that was. Uh, we have 
went down to three entries, picked the Jags in week three, lost that one, but we have one entry remaining and we are going strong. So we are going to take KC tonight for our make believe survivor pool guys. And that just does that just about does it here for forward progress guys, before you head out, before you leave, smash that like button, hit that subscribe button, drop a comment on your prediction for tonight's game guys. And don't forget live on the hammer HQ YouTube channel, head over to YouTube, type in the hammer HQ. You can catch Rob Pizzola for a live watch along of the game. And guys, I'm not kidding you. When I say we have been absolutely crushing uh, those games uh, betting wise, we lock in our bets at eight o'clock live on the show right before the game. So if you're looking for a little bit more action before the game, make sure you tune into that live watch along. And if you're, if you're going to be watching the game alone, you might as well throw the, the live watch along in the background, comment along. It's a lot of fun to do. It's a lot of fun to interact with the chat there. It's been going strong in the recent week. So keep it up. We appreciate you guys. Last thing here, live at 2 PM tomorrow. I will be back here on this same YouTube channel forward progress live alongside Matthew Freeman from the fantasy life. John Legaza from The Athletic and Jack Miller from Establish the Run to talk player props, Friday practice reports, injury fallouts from the week, everything that has to do with betting props on for Sunday. You do not want to miss out on that show if you're looking to bet some player props here. So guys, that's that'll just about do it for us. Thank you so much for everyone for tuning in. For myself, for Hitman, this has been Forward Progress powered by Pinnacle on the Hammer Betting Network. Guys, we'll catch you later. Have a good one. We'll